What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Stoop Life Podcast. On today's episode, we're going to get down into what has been happening in the NBA. Biggest news, LeBron James. I heard a pop. Well, those, those were the words by LeBron James the other night against Dallas when he hurt his ankle and foot. Quote, unquote, I heard a pop. Everybody thought he was joking because... LeBron James a beast. LeBron James finished the game and ended up winning against Dallas. But after the game, people saw him limping out of the arena. And then news came that apparently LeBron James has a ankle slash foot injury, which is feared to be maybe ligament damage. Hopefully not for his sake. But uh, he's out for the foreseeable future. There's been no timetable on his return. The only words for the Lakers are that... They said he will be looked at in the next two weeks to deem if he's able to return or if he's out. Bad news for Lakers fans. Bad news. But hey, at least LeBron got the scoring record this year, right? No. In all seriousness, we all know LeBron James wanted to make the playoffs this year. And actually, you know, after the trade deadline, the Lakers had a, a solid roster here. You know, uh... They looked like they might have the ability to push forward and maybe even get a sixth seed. Throw that out the window. That's gone. Ain't no chance they get a sixth seed now. Are they even going to have the ability to get into the play-in? They're currently at 29-32, and 32, half a game out of the play-in, two teams above them. Can they get in? I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, like if they have no LeBron... Why even waste time getting in, to be honest with you? You know, uh, it's just waste. But right now, it's Anthony Davis' time to prove, hey, I'm the man. Will he do it? I don't think so. But as for, you know, the Lakers, we'll see what happens with them. We'll see what happens with LeBron. But it's sounding like he's probably going to be out the rest of the year. Um, so, hey, heal up, rest up, back to it next year for LeBron. We got another ankle injury that actually happened the other night. I don't know if you guys saw this, but LaMelo Ball, non-contact, fractured ankle. So if you haven't watched the video yet, go back and watch the video. This guy's doing a, doing a crossover at the three-point line, and then he steps back, and he just falls. Now, I don't know if he actually said, I heard a pop. I saw reports saying that he did. I don't know if he did, but it, it looks like he probably did. By watching the video, it looked like nothing happened. It looked like he just fell. But he missed the rest of the game, so it had to be something serious. Reports came out that he has a fractured right ankle, will be out for the remainder of the year. Now, this is coming off the season where he's had multiple left ankle injuries, and now he has a right ankle injury. He's still young. He's only in his 20s, 23. But, man, this guy missed a hell of a lot of time. Is he ever going to be healthy? I don't know. Uh, He's proven the fact that when he is on the court, He's a beast. He's a triple-double machine, even on a shitty team. But can he ever get back on the court? Uh, so I'm curious to see what happens with him. Uh, I think he needs to, needs to uh, work out better, you know, get a better training staff, and uh, learn from Luka. Because you guys remember a couple years ago when Luka first came into the league, he had a lot, of, a lot of ankle injuries, and now this year and last year hasn't had that problem. So maybe he needs to talk to Luca. Maybe he needs to talk to his guy. Got to do that. We had a we had a seventy one 
point performance by Damian Lillard the other night. Dame time was the entire game for him. Second 71-point performance of the night. Donovan Mitchell had 71 as well earlier this year in January. But which one was better? Which one was better? We got Donovan Mitchell's 71-point game. He had 11 assists, 8 rebounds. He was 22 for 34. 7 for 15 of threes. He hit 20 out of 25 free throws. Played 50 minutes in that game. And they won 145 to 134 over the Bulls in overtime. Now, Damian Lillard, his 71-point game. Holy shit. First player ever to have 70 points with 10 plus threes. He went 71 points, 6 points, 6 assists, 6 rebounds. He was 22 for 38 overall. He was 13 for 22 three-pointers. 14 for 14 from the line. He's now number three all-time 60-point games with five. The only guys that he's not above are Kobe and Will Chamberlain. He's above guys like Harden, Jordan, Curry, LeBron, above all that. He only played 39 minutes in this game, which is absolutely phenomenal. He scored 71 points in the game, playing 11 minutes less than what Donovan Mitchell did. Could you guys imagine if it was actually a close game? They won 131 to 114. Now, could you imagine if this was actually a close game, what he could have put up? He might have got 100. Let's be real. He could have got 100, but he didn't play enough. One of the best performances we've ever seen. Now, going on this season... Dame Lillard has had the most efficient 70-point game in NBA history. And he has the most efficient 60-point game in NBA history. Stop sleeping on Dame. Dame time is every time. If you're a superstar player and you don't want to go play with Dame, I really don't know what the problem is. I'd want to play with him. I mean, I don't really want to be in Portland, but if it involves playing with, with a guy like that, I might think about it. But, hey, I'm from Philly. Maybe you can come here, Dame. Maybe. I don't know. Probably not, but I would love him. Can you guys imagine Damian Lillard and, and freaking Joel Embiid? Oh, that would be a phenomenal. Brings me in the MVP talk. I know a lot of people don't like to hear it, but uh, I'm pretty sure Joker is a lock for a three-peat. Guys had more triple-doubles again. They're 23-0 now when he gets a triple-double. Go look up their record when he has 10 plus assists. They're fucking unbelievable. The point differential when he has 10 plus assists and 9 plus, nine minus assists is crazy. They don't lose. If he gets 10 plus assists, they don't lose. They're undefeated. They're 33-0 and 0 when he gets 10 plus assists in a game. And he's a center. I mean, I kind of feel like he's probably pat-stabbing at this point. I don't really have the opportunity to watch a lot of those those games, but... Just by looking at their record, looking at what he's doing, I don't see how he's going to lose. I think it should be Joel Embiid, though, MVP. I, I watch the Sixers play all the time, and when Joel Embiid is all, off the court, the Sixers suck. They suck. You know, we're up by 12 against Boston. We take him out for five minutes. Next thing you know, we're down by eight. Like, I, I, don't, I don't see that happening with, with Joker. I don't see that happen with any other team in the league with their number one player, except with Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid's sitting at second right now in voting. We got 20 game, 22 games left for him to step up and get it. 
Joker minus 310. Joel Embiid plus 500. Giannis plus 1400. Jason Tatum plus 1800. Those are the four guys. One of those guys is going to win it. And if the voters want to say, hey, we're not giving it to Joker again, I'm willing to bet my money on my guy Joel Embiid. So hopefully he goes out and win it. As for the champions, the most favored matchup voted right now by Vegas is Celtics versus the Suns. That's the favorite at plus 600. Celtics are favored to win it all at plus 280. And then the Suns are at plus 450. I think Celtics look like the best team, most well-rounded team. They're probably going to win it. We'll see what happens going forward. We still got 25 games left. So that's your top news source for the NBA. We'll be back with more info and talk to y'all later.